Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, what is up on this I, Tuesday? I do have a sports topic, but I just came up with another topic. Okay, that's why, that's why I just turned right over to you. Didn't you just yeah. have a wedding anniversary? Yeah, in April um, 24th. And you took the wife to dinner and stuff, right? Yeah. Congratulations. I was very happy yesterday to remember... It was our 31st, from which we had the luxurious wedding in Vegas for the, uh, you know, I think it cost 50 bucks plus a t- another 20 for the flowers, right? Yeah. At the, uh, at the little white chapel. Same place Demi and Bruce got married. Same place Michael Jordan and his wife got married. They might have had the $500 wedding, not the $50 one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, basically... We're at the point where we just give one another our warmest personal regards. On, uh, Congratulations, because, because 31 years. My wife years. never has felt it was a significant event because we were living together for seven years, six years before I Tell that, Dawn right? that. So are we. Mm-hmm. We live yeah. together. She, th- she still thinks it's a big deal. Yeah, well, you know, with a lot of people it should be, and I think it should be celebrated. We just don't. Because <laughs> uh, anyway... Uh, 31 years, and uh, I, I gave her a nice two-hour ride in the convertible yesterday. So that was, we drove around cool, so some you did lakes, something. went around. And she wanted to actually go on a ride with you. Yeah. She was, uh, what are you? Begrudgingly right? agreed. She was looking for some more vitamin C cause ah, to get on her okay, face. She okay. said she wanted some vitamin I, C. So. I got a question for you, Patrick. Did you get to the point <clears throat> with your, your wife where eventually... One day she said, quit babbling. Oh, yes, always. I've constantly. been told of late I should quit babbling and I just spew nonsense. Well, she has hearing aids that she never wears, you know, and she's not real bad, but you got to talk. And I talk low, generally, yeah. around the house. Yeah. So she's, that's, I hear that 10 times a day. What are you babbling about? Okay. You know, what are you babbling about? And the other big issue we have now. The biggest thing is when we're watching a show together, like a Netflix series or something like that. Yeah. I'm always predicting the outcome. You know, I'm always saying, that guy did it. That guy did it. She's a bad, yeah, she's a bad guy. She's a, you know, and someone who looks like, someone who looks completely wholesome early in the murder mystery of the 14 year old girl and that kind of stuff. Yeah. The more wholesome they look at the start, right. The more you must be suspicious of them. Yes. And it drives her nuts that I keep saying, and that's when I get stop babbling. Just watch the bleeping show. So that that was know. the entire uh, seven episode run of Mayor of Easttown with you and the misses. I oh, take it. Then? Yeah. Yes, it was. I, oh, don't love that. By I, the way. Oh, it's, so it's good. fantastic. She's Kate Winslet's as good as you can be. Yeah. Is this repressed? She she played this repressed, sad, brilliant woman. It was, she was just fantastic. But, uh, uh, yeah, but that's the same way. But they gave us a pretty clear hint there at the end of six, yeah. Declan. Yes. That, that, okay, it wasn't the wee yeah. brother, which really upset me because in episode two, yep. I said he did it. He did it. The skinny brother, you know. 
I, was I, even yeah. a minor character then. I said, he did. Well, yeah, th- th- there was the and she scene. told you to shut up. Yeah. yeah, but it looked like I was all, until the last five minutes of episode six, I had her. I know. But then all of a sudden, they said, uh-oh. It, it was a crazy show of twists and turns. It, it, it was insane. Mm-hmm. I've been to the whole thing. Uh, last week, I did the first three in one night. Mm-hmm. It was up till 1 a.m. And yes. then, and then uh, just knocked off a few throughout the rest of the week before I caught up for the finale on Sunday. And it is one of the best damn things they've put out in a yes. very, very and long time. you know time. what was interesting about it? They stopped at 7. Yes. They said, most, it's either 6 or 8, right? They said, we're done. Good yep, for them. I was reading about it. When they started, when they started filming it, Declan, mm-hmm. they only had four episodes written. Oh, really? I didn't. Know I that. read something. They oh, were okay. like, "Wow!" They were like playing catch up the whole time. But she was big on getting this made. She must have read the book or something. But she wanted to. Uh, Kate Winslet wanted to get this made. But uh, yeah, that was probably Kate's second greatest performance. Her greatest performance was on the Ricky Gervais episodes. Okay, now, Ricky Gervais. Not episodes, extras. The oh, extra, oh, extras. extras was, yeah. That was fantastic. That was, she was so... on, you remember that? She was on playing a nun. Yes. And she was smoking and scratching her private parts and swearing. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> oh, but but that series, that only they only made six of those, right? Yeah. Extras? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a few. My favorite line in that was when Stiller is playing the tyrannical, uh, tyrannical director. And he said, he said, he's rattling off because the guy's giving him some, you know, the Ricky Gervais character is giving him a little of abuse and he's rattling off his successes. And he said, and Ricky Gervais says, how about Starsky and Hutch? And he said, was that supposed to be funny? And he said, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricky, that was, Ricky Gervais is brilliant. Yes. He's brilliant. But uh, at some of the times they go too long too. I mean they go, but the his his version of the office is oh yeah is much better than the one here. I mean the one here was fine, but the one here the the British one is uncomfortable yes. humor. And he's it's not and he's not likable. It makes you squirm. Michael Scott is dislikable. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, none of the characters. No, the Dwight then, is great. And then Chris Finch. Chris Finch is in the uh, in the British one. Finchy, that's Chris Finch. Yeah, yeah. Chris Finch is uh, Finchy. Finchy. He's the only guy in the world. Finchy's the most inappropriate guy ever, and he's the only guy in the world that thinks he's funny, right? Yes. Finchy. He's, yes. So that's anyway. a great show, though. Oh God, it is. He's he just I love that guy. So so now is this series going to try and come back with no, something, no, no, or no. is it just a book and it's done? One and done. Good. No, she's See, not, that's how it should be. She's she not try and recreate gonna. Stuff. She's not gonna. She doesn't play that game. Yeah. To, okay. She doesn't need a big hit, you know, because mm-hmm. she'll get every Emmy known to man for oh, this. Yeah. And I said best tied for the best TV acting I've ever seen with McConaughey in year one of True Detective. Oh, yes. That's McConaughey in True. Accurate. Different roles. Yeah. Right? But McConaughey was so good in, in uh, the first year, year of True Detective. I went and watched everything he did. You know, a lot of it bad. But, mm-hmm. You know, but he, but anyway, it's really good. Why didn't they just end that? Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know what? One of the funniest jokes ever was, you know, True Detective Two. They got Rachel McAdams and Vince Vaughn, and, right? And who? Vince Vaughn, I believe, and was Colin Farrell, and right? Colin Farrell. Yeah, and good it was cast. Horrible. And it was terrible. Yeah, it was you, horrible. You tweeted it. extensively about how much you hated it. Yeah, and then season three, they said somebody said season three is going to be two detectives try to figure out why season two was so rotten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which was, but the first one was the first year was just fabulous, and the guy, you know. Proved that it would, if it would have been one and done, it would have been remembered as one of the greats ever. I think a lot of the the new things should be to try to get a season. Yes, and not go back. Yep, yep. That's like that, we. It doesn't yeah. have to be the traditional, you know, five years. No, there's get a, a season. Yeah, and some of them can keep going and going and going, but uh, but not something as you know, not something where the material 
doesn't offer correct. The, the material can't be as serious as Mar of Easttown was to and yeah. keep going, you know. Yes. Let's let's just let her walk around for seven more episodes being <laughs> depressed. <laughs> you know, I mean that's not not gonna work. So anyway, it was great. That said, yes, sir. I now have my Sanoa theory, and they're playing the Orioles. Uh-huh. Is he Chris Davis? Ooh. Yeah, he largely is. I mean, yeah. it, it happened like that. I mean, they gave him the money. Yeah. Now, Chris Davis, what he had going for him was he could hit the ball out to left field in that ballpark, you know, and put up those huge numbers. But here's a guy like runner-up MVP, and now they they refuse to – They this year he's they came up with some injury and he's missing the entire year, but there's one more year after this. I wonder if they might have had insurance that they were able to collect, collect because, on him. Yeah. He's, because he's hurt. But, I mean, it's almost the same. Sano runs into more pitches than he does, but the strikeouts are the same. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I just, what, what, what goes through this guy's mind? I think you just hit on. Hits, he hits that, whole, he, you know, he hits the three. Then he hits the one to center, and then the other day he wins a game, pitch a little bit away, hits it to center, and he just backed up, guessing on every pitch. He doesn't react to any pitch. He guesses to every pitch. I think you just hit it, though, what goes through his mind. Yeah. He doesn't. So he finally, and I don't know if it was going to Nelson Cruz's garage or what, but he finally started to adjust to what they were doing to him. And, you know, he ran into some pitches and hit some home runs. So, so they they just readjust. No, but and then they just and he has no chance. to readjust to what they're doing. Plus, Cruz now Cruz might be able to help him fundamentally, but Cruz is not a right field hitter. He can do it if he wants to, but but you know, I talked to somebody and he's got to aim for center field, maybe even right field. Uh, This person said, "Take away the inner third. Don't worry about it. If somebody Mm -hmm. throws the ball in there." Spit out, concede it to them. Mm-hmm. If they can hit that inner third, mm-hmm. you know, just give it to them. And think about hitting the ball from middle out, you know, and get your, you know, get yourself some good swing mechanics again. Uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, he's unusable. Yes. He's unusable. That I mean, one home runner. Uh, I was getting heat when he hit that three-round homer to win the game because I said they were playing that clip of me saying, there's, <laughs> "If I'm the opponents, I would." There's nobody I'd rather have come up uh, with two on and one out or right. something. And since then, how many times has he struck out with the bases loaded? God Almighty! The only time he didn't strike out, he hit into a double play. <laughs> yeah, he left seven runners on base on Sunday. I give him credit for eight because when you drive in a run. With a double play, that's it. That's, yeah, that's, ne- yeah. that's a negative. So there were yep. eight guys on when he came <laughs> up, and the only one that scored was on a double play. I, I think at one point I counted it during yesterday's game. He was at ten runners left in two days. Yeah. Well. So yeah, I mean, he is. I don't know what you do there, but this whole thing of running him out there constantly to me seems to be as counterproductive as you can get. I would think if they were healthier, it, uh, they wouldn't. I mean, he had the guts not to play him against righties for, what, a week? Yeah. Ten days, and now he's back to playing them. But, it, uh, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. I mean, it's. And he's frustrated. He's slamming the bat. Now, he's he's at a point now where he has no idea what to do. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it's unfortunate that this is this is the only sport where you can't say, we're putting this guy on the inactive list because he stinks. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, you can't just say. Zach Parisi is a scratch. Yeah, yeah you can't say he's nope. a scratch. You can't. Yeah, that's right. You can't say yep. he's a scratch. You know, if you you know, if you got an NBA player who's been terrible for two weeks, you don't have him on the active list. But here, you can't. It costs you a roster spot. What happened to that three-man taxi squad? That's gone now. I think right? that's gone. Yeah, that was just for, that like was for the last first month. Or, yeah, well, yeah. there was one last this year, year and then like April. But I think so they it, traveled with them. You know what? That's a good point. I think it's gone. I haven't heard a thing about it. So, but he's had five years. 
The only way to get him to the minors beyond rehab is uh, DFA him. But is it going to work? Yeah. I but, I, I mean, no. if you send him to St. Paul for a month, no. at this point in his life, what good's it going to do you? No, none. Because, you know, he'll be able to probably handle that pitching. Yeah. But he's going to hit long home runs and... I, I don't know. The only thing to do, I, you know, people say, ah, blah, blah, blah. He weighs 310 pounds. Uh, he, yeah, he's got to weigh 280, 275. You know he's, what this is, Pat? But, but even if he, he did, he was got himself in shape. Yeah. 2020, and now he's just gone again. This is the same thing that, that happened. Was that June of 18 when they finally just threw their hands up and sent him to Florida to get in shape? That was their last He couldn't time. hit. It was, yeah. it was the same thing. He'd gotten big and he couldn't hit. Yeah. But that was at I least thought he was, he was more, well, for want of a better word and being an expert on it, more slovenly in 2018 than he is now. He's just huge now. Yeah, but I'm. It, in, but but there's no answer here. Is my point. No, <laughs> but I, you know, I I had somebody say, "Well, you just got to let him go." Who was a baseball guy, and then if he becomes David Ortiz, but, well, he's not going to become David no. Ortiz. He's 28. Yes, he's 20. <laughs> well, what was Poppy when he left here? 24. Yeah. 25. Yeah. And he, but he also had an idea of what he wanted to do. Oh yeah, and once he saw that beautiful wall yeah. out there in left field, Miguel said, doesn't have the ability to do that. No, that's the problem. It's unbelievable how I mean how, and it kind of comes. You get a little of hope, and then, whoosh, 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 whoosh. He's up to forty five percent again. Yes, striking out. He's right back to where right. he was last year. But why do we keep getting hope? I mean, he, he's going to hit home runs occasionally, but at this point in time, I think it's our fault that we keep getting that we keep saying, "Um, oh, it might be fixed. It's not mm-hmm. going to be fixed." I think they really like to not play him, but I mean, I think you got to. I bet he's been on waivers already to see if anybody wants to give him something for him. You know, it wouldn't take much. No. I'd give him to Baltimore for Jorge Lopez, but they probably don't want two of those guys. <laughs> oh, hell no. That's a problem. They're paying Davis 40 or whatever the hell it is. They still owe him 40, I think, this year and next year. So that's I was thinking, why is he on the DL? They came up with some surgery, and that's got to be it. Ooh, they that's have very smart of them. they got to have insurance. Right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just pathetic. It's I, I, I don't know what the— you, I, I'm to the point now where I actually feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's so hopeless at the plate mm-hmm. and so beaten down that I feel bad for him. Meanwhile, what Larnick do? Bruise his foot? I can't uh, even remember that. He, uh, he fouled the ball straight no, down on his He got street. hit by a pitch in the uh, oh, in yeah. the foot. Nicked in the back foot. It yeah. like hit that I don't know where. <laughs> but Doc heel. Rock was out there Doc Rock. with a walking boot <laughs> yes. before Larnick could say I'm okay. <laughs> Judd says Judd claims that Doc Rock takes his own personal supply of walking boots with him on the road. He visits hospitals and steals the walking boots, yes. casts, and crutches. And he's got a whole supply in his office right behind him. Right behind his walking, there's a Grateful Dead and, and yeah. Fish albums are just a bunch of walking boots. I got and, all and the walking boots. People yeah. think I'm joking when I say MRIs and sophisticated three-dimension x-rays, right? They find out there's something wrong with you. Back in the old days, you know, I got a sore shoulder. Well, <laughs> well, well hey, Jim well, Cott, why don't you continue to pitch? Yeah, we'll give you a good back rub here, and uh, if you can play with it, fine. <laughs> and, you know, and then we're going to go take an x-ray, and, if, and, and probably the x-rays of the 1980s caught it about a third as much yeah. as these do now because oh, they, yeah. they, they get you from 12 they different didn't catch angles. soft tissue back then no you know they find they it, found a break back they, then. that's what they found they found an injury and they have name for it and i am so sick of our sports writers all of us writing the technical explanation of what these are as though somebody knows what the bleep you're talking about just say he's got a bad shoulder or a bad knee. We don't need some exotic explanation <laughs> of what's wrong with them. You know. You don't want the whole chapter and verse? No, because it's meaningless. Doc Rock would like you to know <laughs> exactly why he just DL IL'd half Does the team. Does Doc Rock use those phrases though? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably does. He. Lo- I mean. 
Nobody, nobody has Although seen. Although I suppose after bilateral leg weakness, yeah. they decided they had to come up with a real medical <laughs> explanation and don't You're, make them up because they basically ruin Joe Maurer's career. Yes, and Joe didn't say anything. Joe didn't instead say instead of saying, word. "Hey, you idiots!" Yeah, instead of saying, eh, "His legs are—he's he's having trouble with his legs. We don't know what's wrong." They had poor old Gardy read it off a slip of paper. In Tampa, right? Yeah. It was some godforsaken road trip. Boy, that 2011, though. You think of what a a duplicate this year is for it. Because Morneau and him disappeared at the same point, right? I believe so. And, like, in Tampa. I think that. Okay, yeah. I mean, that was a season of great expectations. And Morney was still, was he, did he have a flare up of concussion problems again or something? And, and then Joe, I mean, that, that was like, that was like 48 hours of, there it is. They're unbelievable. Yep. Your, your best one though, for Doc Rock was this year, the game at Target Field, when Arise, I think it was, I think it was at home, Arise sort of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. And Rocco was out there yeah. before Rice could get to first base. Yeah. I think I got a little loud in the press box. Uh, of, get him out of there. He can't take the Yeah, pain. I don't think the Twins PR department especially enjoyed <laughs> Well, they're not used to the old days when we no, were just, no. just, just harassed. We're very quiet in there now. Oh, God, yes. It's like a church well, now. And I, and I think the media members like it that way, too. You know, instead of a constant harassment. And, <laughs> it's a lot less fun. Ripping everybody. If Dark was around, and we're not getting into that dark ninth anniversary of his death today, we we five to six today. We have a nice discussion about him. But uh, uh, if Dark was around, we wouldn't have to be so reverent, reverential. Yeah, no, it'd be impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd be having a. He would be greatly disappointed in this outfit, though. Oh, God, yeah. This team, yeah. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tea time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Well, how how about how about this one? We're behind the Tigers again, right? Yes. Or maybe we went back ahead of them. No. It's quite a battle. It's a war. Um, how about Matt Shoemaker, who has become, as I told Declan, Devin, Devin Dubnik. He's Devin Dubnik. Matt. It's never his fault. His bad luck. Was Doobie that bad? Oh, Doobie would oh, yes. Doobie would give you chapter and verse on how you know if that puck hadn't hit that guy and if, if if we had done this. And by the end, you're like Devin. It's none. It's none of your fault. Matt Shoemaker's his ERA is like five point six. Okay. Yeah, five nine. I think now or five nine. Five nine. But the point being is, dude, you're not any good. <laughs> well, I I did the Twitter. I had the Twitter the full Twitter experience again on Matt. I tweeted out (laughs) something about, I can't believe that Matt Shoemaker, who was so good in 2014, can pitch like this, you know. And I had people say, well, that was a long time ago. That was a joke, you morons. That was the the point. That was the point, yeah. (laughs) That was the point. Uh, You know, his last, he had one really good year, 2014. Yeah. And... The last five years, he hadn't pitched, basically. Seems like a nice fellow, but my God, if I have oh, to hear one more up. time about your bad luck. Mm. Yeah, you know what? He might fit in the modern uh, approach to athletes, though. Yeah? I I am, you know, Stuart Smalley. You know, I'm, I'm good. Darn I'm it, good. people like I, me. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and darn it, people like me. Yeah? That's, that's what... Naomi, by the way, I actually just wrote about this for tomorrow. Naomi has changed the way we will be allowed to cover sports. Well, especially on the on this on the back end of Zoom. Yes, that's what I, I wrote about Zoom. Yeah. And then this. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yes. a disaster because candid questions are now going to be harassment. Why don't you play better on clay is going to be harassment. Yes. Yeah. Although it was handled, the whole thing was handled as 
You, if she comes to you and Awful says, from the start. if she comes to you and says, I have mental problems and I'm not going to do interviews, you have to give her a pass because the long term, we, but here's the problem. We become the bad guys, not the French officials. Yeah. And maybe the European press would raise so much. Yeah. They're different over there than we are. But the worst thing that happened to the media is them coming out with the hard nose. nose. Yeah. So- Thing and kicking you out and getting her with yeah she would no she decided to withdraw no, no but they threatened her yeah yeah they threatened the majors her. basically all came back and threatened her. yes and now she becomes a crusader you know what though pat this opens up the door for my what i have always contended which is this one too many people are worried about coverage of their sport if yes. you if you love your sport if yes. she loves if she loves tennis and she would play tennis at 3 a.m. with nobody there, that's awesome. That's great. The only thing I ask then is I don't want to hear from you that I'm not covering it well enough or yes, I'm not doing right, enough. Right. Be- yeah. Because the and trade-off I'm not is sure if she I'm not sure if she would complain about that. And she no, but she probably wouldn't. But my point is then I don't yes. want to hear yeah, from the right. women's tennis or the tennis people, period, mm-hmm. about yeah. their issue with what we do. And that's what they're excuses but for this hard noser but you can't handle it as publicly as they i mean i'm yeah no they did a terrible job i'm in i like stuff controversy that becomes public hey it makes our world go around but it's a disaster for the media it's a disaster for the media because we are forcing young people to have mental health problems you know and stuff I've gotten a bunch of emails on it today about, you know, somebody sent me one about the, the Jim Eisenreich comparison. And well, huh. Jim Eisenreich had a had an ailment. Yeah. I'm not sure that if this kid. I think she's got depression. But, yeah, she's, but, but, well, she's got. They could have handled she's got that. insecurity, I guess. No, I think she's clinically probably depressed. But here's what I don't understand. Why didn't you all get together at the start? And she says, I'm going through a really bad spat here. You know, yeah. bad period. Did of she time. give them any advance notification? Well, but her first statement basically said, I don't want to do press conferences because I don't want to do press. I won't what, do them. What yeah. she released yesterday and withdrawing. Yes. To me, that, total different ballgame. She should have said that originally. Yes. If, but if she said, look, I think I'm okay. going to try and play, but I am going through depression. Uh, I would say, OK, you know what? That's yeah, fine. Go ahead and play. Go ahead. But. And play. That's what makes me suspicious of the whole deal, that it's a setup, that that she didn't tell them the truth in advance, that she waited until they overreacted because I think she wants to become a campaigner. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I, yeah, I don't. I, but the whole but he, my problem is I don't trust any side here. <laughs> and no. so the tennis official side, I just think that they are probably have no idea what they're doing. No. And they are. And and as I say, the European mentality of the importance of the media is stronger than ours, yes. right? At least, but the tennis a, folks are notoriously easy on the players, right? For the most part, the tennis. Oh, media? not the tabloids, not the tabloids. They want to know about your love life. And, okay, you know they used to love to get like Connors and McEnroe and those guys worked up. You know they wanted to. Right. You know it's a different world with the tabloids right. over there. That's that's obviously for sure. But everything Zoom and this and er, everything's changed. Oh yeah, Zoom is. Uh, You're right about that. Zoom is going to have a great carryover. It's not going to be the future completely, but it's going to be used. You know, off days, uh, mm-hmm. uh, late night, uh, it's getaway day. We're going to do our press conferences on uh, on Zoom. I think today. it's going to be used to severely limit our access to clubhouses, too. Oh, yes. And locker rooms. Waiting for, waiting for the guy who screwed up the game. Is You're not going to be able to outweigh him anymore. When it used to be an hour and a half, you could outweigh him. Now it's, you're probably going to get a half hour. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Little different. I was recalling when the uh, one of the last years the Twins were good. I guess late two thousands, late two thousand zeros. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I went on a road trip with them, and they wanted a long narrative on a week long road trip and what was going on with the Twins. And by the way, it was great, and the editor didn't like it. Not Glenn, but the other editor didn't like it because it wasn't. 
hard. You know, it was a lot of anecdotes and you know how a team, didn't like how a team okay. functions on the road, okay. which is fine. But uh, but I was wandering in there in the clubhouse at two o'clock in the afternoon, talking to Gardy, sitting in his office for an hour. Then, but you're not you know look, going around looking in the locker to see what guys got. You're just you know, and in fact, if you want to interview somebody, you're saying, hey, when you get done dressing here, can I meet you down the dugout or something mm-hmm. like that? But, you know, back then, you didn't routinely get to the clubhouse at two, but if you had nothing else to do, <laughs> you yeah, went. and you could just wait for guys to come out. <clears throat> you went, and you, uh, you know, you'd wander in and see what was going on, and if you saw somebody you wanted, you, you wouldn't sit around and wait and see if they walked but, out in their underwear or anything. But you, I mean, if, if baseball was, that's what made baseball great to write. Cause you, you know, you could, you know, capture the anecdotes and stuff right. like that. And now, but I think across the board, you're right in, in this, when a guy screws up, people want to know yes. what happened. Yes. And, and most importantly, the accountable people would always come out. Yes. They would talk. So they, they didn't like it, but they, I, I mean, when Blair Walsh missed the field goal, yeah. you got to give him credit. He sat at his locker, yeah. and as soon as we walked in, he was there. Yes. And answered every question. Yes. He got pissed off, but he, he answered. Um, that's gone, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a rights holder, unless yeah. you can get the guy as because you're and paying And then the you team. will get the, the question would be like the biggest softball of all time. Yes. So, How hard is this Was it cold out there, Blair? Uh, do you think that had something to do I, with it? No, you're right. The, the questions that come with the excuse drive me crazy. And that's... So you're not a big fan of ballet sports? No, <laughs> no the questions that come with the excuse or tell me about... Yes. Tell me about that missed field goal you choked on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell know. me how difficult this is for you yeah. right now. But yeah. You no, know, uh, well, I don't want to. I mean, I use this at the basically in the column I wrote for tomorrow. But I had one question after the opener in Milwaukee. What was Alex Colomay thinking of when he threw the ball to second base and urinated away the ball game? Mm-hmm. And you got no chance to get that answer. You know, no, no, because they're you know. Hey, I'd like to talk to Alex and ask him what, what. Yeah, you know, that blown save. I'd really like his, to discuss. This it. is his first attempt to close a game. He had it won. He made a stupid play. Can I ask him about it? Uh, no, no. You no, don't no. even. Yeah, you can't even get that whole sentence out to the PR department before they say, no, "Yeah, they, he's not talking." They there. tell you who. Well, that's the other thing. Guys, you want can just say no, thank you. In the Zoom era. Yes. They can just say no Zoom. Yes. Thank you. I think the majority of the Twins, so when, when the Twins were on their last losing streak, I was told it was Rocco and the starting pitcher, and and a lot of days that'd be it. That was it, yeah. Yeah, not not try to scrounge anybody up after that. You game. know who I'd love they to know? They should at least have Rocco and the guy who got hurt today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rocco will talk about him because he just stuck him in a full body cast. <laughs> um, the guy that I would love to know, because I think he'd be accountable, Donaldson, I'd love to know you what think he, he would. Think. Yeah, but I think he, he wouldn't might... talk about. You know, they wanted him to talk about. Okay, you say that you got video of all these cheaters, right? But no, but he we can't even get. It. No, but we can't get back at him. What What I'm saying is, if we could be in the clubhouse and you approached oh, yeah, him, right? That's what I want. Yeah, not, sure. Not on no, Zoom. No, right. Zoom sucks. Yes. Um, no, I'm saying if we could be in the clubhouse, I think Donaldson would talk about that. And I also think, I mean, he's not playing well. No, I'd love to know what he thinks. Yeah. And he looked pretty good this spring, too. And then he got hurt, of course, opening day. That was the other thing. I was talking to somebody today. You're in Milwaukee for the opener. And the first at bat of the season, Donaldson hits a double and gets hurt. And you can't, you know, you you can't ask him how he's, you know, is this the same thing? You got to take somebody else's word for it. I feel sorry for Rocco having to answer for everybody. At least in football, where you only play once a week, they they got seven or eight guys, right? After most games last year, yeah, Didn't they have it might maybe not all the guys you want. I was going to say you still didn't get the guys, but yeah, I yeah, he has to he has to basically have an answer for every single question now, mm-hmm. aside from possibly the starting pitcher. This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush. 
and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha Power Assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N, Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Racy Unchained. Well, I mean, one thing that surprised me is, uh, you know, I haven't talked to everybody, but the number of reporters who don't mind it, Zoom. Yeah, you know, I mean it's to me. That, How can you not hate it? I don't know. It totally stifles the job from every angle. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want to write features, you can't. No. So like it, now they're letting you. You can go down and stand and down the way from the dugout and talk to a guy for eight minutes uh, standing outside. If he comes over to the fence, and, where can you stand? Okay, down from the dugout. Yeah. Down at that, I think it might be the photo. Oh, the fo- camera well. Camera well. Yeah. You can stand down and then the guy, right <laughs> down there, and the guy can come over to the fence and talk to you. They had that going in spring training sort of, too. Oh. But interview, I was trying to do the life and times of Ben Rortvitt outside the dugout. He's yeah. in the dugout standing. And then it started to rain very hard. And I'm sitting there trying to write on a wet, pad trying to and i finally said give me your phone number i'll call you from upstairs before i drowned here you know but still you get him on a phone for 12 minutes right right i mean that's not you know you don't the other thing about zoom is i know people i'm sure they don't care but you can't ask you know follow-ups you ask your question and you're done basically you know you like when i've been on it which is rarely i'll say i got two yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Because anyway, yeah, it's tough. It's it's going to be. Uh, it's uh, and I think Osaka's uh, changed the changed the world long term. As you said, bigger effect on us than Zoom. I think. Yeah. Long term on what we're what we're going to be, we're going to be evil. You know. <laughs> well, we we were trending in that direction before this, so why not? Well, it is funny that sports now it's supposed to be civil. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, politics—you can sit and scream any lie you want about somebody and be considered a media member, right? Yep. Yeah, but, it sort of changed. It sort of flipped. Yeah, the now, hot take people are now no politics. And in uh, sports, it's going to be, uh, you know. But you know, Pat, this shouldn't be a shock to us because we have been we have been preparing kids now and i mean athletes are largely kids they're they're not that old right mm-hmm. we've been preparing you know we've been giving them trophies we've been and I, i'm not say i'm not comparing this to depression but i'm just saying as a whole right when yeah. it comes we are getting the crop of athletes now that have been handled with kid gloves for a long time they're not going to be prepared for what goes with the professional lifestyle i was at a baseball game the other day uh you're Alma mater. You're Benil? No, not. No, you're hometown. Minnetonka. Right? Oh, yes, Minnetonka. Versus Moorhead, of all people. Okay. Out on that diamond, the Minnetonka High School. That's a very nice time. Sprightly, okay, like hour 35, 2 nothing. They all made the plays. It was great. Saturday afternoon, nice day. But I was standing next to a parent whose son was on the game, in the game, and he was chewing him out from the stands. It was just like old times. Okay. Just well, like a dad. He was uh, 
demanding that he have a higher standard in his play. Probably wants a scholarship for the young man. <laughs> I don't know. Probably doesn't want to pay the whole college I don't know frame. if he wants one, but it was like, uh, so I went over and told this guy's mother. I said. <laughs> You're such a troll. I said, did you hear your son insulting your grandson over <laughs> She says, yes, I heard him. That's why I don't sit next to him. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a troll causing yeah. family problems yes, that's right. in lovely but Minnetonka. It was, uh, it was a heck of a game. But, yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. I don't know how you – get, you get the hard-nosed parents to some degree. But, oh, yeah. But, but, well, but parents are usually not mad at their own kid. They're mad yes. at the – but I'm saying the, They're mad at the, coach the sport the, now tries to coddle the kids far more than they used to as a whole. If the coach yells, I think it's a bigger problem. Oh, yeah. yeah the the old man coach. will still get mad. Mm-hmm. And I, I do do think that hockey parents are still nuts. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't changed completely. I did a piece 20 years ago on Ron Earhart. And one of the stories was, you know, he was a hard-nosed high school coach somewhere in North Dakota, I think, or something. And his his kid, it was a, I think it was indoor football practice or something. Yeah. And this guy was talking about it. They loved him, but how hard-nosed he was. And there was one of the anecdotes was he clotheslined this kid and rolled him around, you know, because the kid giving him lip or not doing what he told him or something. He went, turned about four card wheels going over. I put that in there and people, ah, you know, he should have been arrested. And, you know, I mean, back then they, you know, they football coaches hit people in the head, you yes. know, slapped them in the helmet. <laughs> yes, they did. Grabbed the face mask. Ditka, you all love Ditka in Chicago. You remember right here in the Dome, grabbing Harbaugh. Oh, and he went nuts on Harbaugh. After Harbaugh Todd through, Scott, yeah. And he should have. Todd Harbaugh audible, audibled the, out of the, the call. Bears had that game in the bag, yeah. and he audibled out of that and threw an interception. Ditka went nuts because the Bears were on the downturn then, right? Uh, yes. And they came in here and yes. they were like kicking their ass. It was like 28 nothing or 21 nothing. Yeah. or just running the ball. Yeah. And he threw an interception, and the Vikings got interested again. So, so you know, Ditka was right. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Grab the face mask and twist it. If the you did that now, it. though? If Zim grabbed a face mask now, mm-hmm. we'd be beside ourselves. Well, the other thing is, you know, sportsmanship has really ruined <laughs> baseball in a lot of ways. You know, teasing, you know, teasing the opposition, and that's and, what I'm saying. But I mean, we're, these kids the other, are coming up now and playing professional yes, sports. Yes. So, like, this is the next group. They really don't know how to handle what well, goes I, with I it. I told you this story, God. This is. 20, 30 years ago, my stepson's best buddy is Matt. And Matt's playing for the Little Gophers. And Matt's good, really good. And then he's playing uh, Ryan's team, you know, up at Sandburg, I think, right up the uh, street from us. And Matt has got this Harpo Marx hairdo, you know. And he comes up, you know, in the, the Golden Valley fans i've seen them at games but these little gopher fans don't know i get a haircut come on you look like a you're a disgrace come on kid get a haircut and stuff i'm yelling at him and they all wanted to like fight me you know because <laughs> i was i was teasing matt you know they didn't know that you know he was spent half his life at our house and, right and ryan spent half the other half of his house, you know. So he probably thought it was hilarious yeah, and they're yeah, all mad he was, at you. he was fine with it. Although yeah. he was one of those kids that uh, turned red at the heartbeat. So you could, you know, if you, it helped, if you uh, drew attention yeah. to him, it would help. But, yeah, you you know, oof, that don't work anymore. No, no, you got to watch your... Well, the umpire will throw you out of the stadium, <laughs> you know. So. Especially if he's like Joe West. What else we got? Hockey. Who do you uh, who do you like here? Is it going to be an avalanche? Uh, Did you well? If game, hey, the if game one, are good, right? Yeah, but if game one of the Avs series was an, an indicator, I don't think Vegas can keep up with them. I don't think Vegas had a fair chance of having a day and a half off. Right? Well, yeah, we'll find out. I think they'll win a game. Yeah, I think they might win too. They got, but I but said man, to you, I said to you, I thought, mean the hockey guy that I am. I thought they had a better chance against Vegas because they could win with three goals instead of five. Yes. You know, against these guys, you got to score. What? 
which means are that they healthy by the way now Colorado yes, yes. that's bad <laughs> yeah that's really bad um which means our guy Doobie in line for a ring he's the backup he's a backup goalie backup goalie he's a backup He'll never goalie. play right unless somebody gets hurt it would be catastrophic if he has to play if if he has to How play much did I might he get change to play my prediction down the stretch a little bit a little bit but then he got COVID. Oh, really? Grubauer was out. I think he had COVID or he was hurt. And so Doobie played a lot. And then Doobie got COVID. So we were, uh, do the uh, Wild deserve all the praise for the future that they've received since uh, their demise? I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I. The fact that you've Ek got Caprice became, uh, A year yes. ago at this time, you Ek. didn't know Eck was going to be good. Yep. The goalie was good. Mm-hmm. Talbot played really well. I remember talking to somebody and saying, these guys can't get enough of drafting these Scandinavians who can't score. But it turned out X, X, X a player. Yes. What about Greenway? Is he a player? I don't know. He's he's way too inconsistent. I, I think he might go to Seattle in the expansion oh, really? draft. Mm-hmm. Him or Susie probably. He'll be hard to turn down. And their Greenway. other problem is they can't bring Parisi back. I, I don't know what they're going to do there because it's going to be a financial pain in the ass. I've been reading he was their best player on the ice the last three games. Because he hadn't played. He's fine if you can give him huge breaks. Mm-hmm. And it, the same thing when he Nobody's going to take him though. Uh, that's why you, you might have to buy him out which is going to be a pain financially. What's that cost you? Uh, the, the problem is it costs you a lot o- over a period of time and it's all against the cap. It goes against your cap. So mm-hmm. it's it's there's no good way for this to end, but you can't bring him How back. How old is he now? 36. And he just, too many years yeah, of Yeah, he's just been beat up. Yeah. Too many years of being in the front of the net. He got his ass hit. kicked every night. Yeah. He was, uh, and probably more so than Dino because uh, Dino didn't have to play defense, right? Yes. Like this Well, guy. and Dino didn't, Dino would go to the front of the net. Mm-hmm. Parisi went to the front of the net and the corners. Yeah. And he would try and get back. I mean, he just got the crap kicked out, out of him year after year after year. There was no way that into his late 30s he was still going to be as efficient playing the way that, that he plays. The problem the problem is he is okay if you give him some time off. But <laughs> he don't the want way, the time off. He gets by mad. the way, as we talked about yesterday, yeah. John Wareham, our one-man library now at the Star Tribune, did find me the Sid column. That uh, telling us how lucky we were that we lost to the Falcons because there were so many injuries, it would have we would have had no never chance. Made in, it. Never no chance in the Super Bowl. Everybody who looks back at that '99 loss in January, yep. as a bitter disappointment. Nope. We need you got to go back and revisit Sid telling us we had too many injuries. We would have never been competitive in the Super Bowl. These teams you missed know, Sid right now. All you people right. out there saying, that was our year? Nope. Would have just been Super Bowl loss number five, baby. So the Falcons did the Vikings a favor. They did us a favor. Okay. Right? Jerry Anderson did us a favor. <laughs> what would Sid write about the 2021 right now, Twins? Right about how well the Wild, how, how it's a break for the Wild with all the injuries. That they got beat in the first round. In fact, they would have been better off if they didn't even make the playoffs. They've had so many injuries. And the Twins, of course, it would be all injuries. Otherwise, they'd, yep. they'd you be can't, like, they You can't would, win without Byron Boxton, yeah, by Max that. Kepler. <laughs> Although he, you know, he was <laughs> never... He was never quite the excuse maker for the baseball that he was for uh, uh, pretty much everybody, or yeah. hockey, for that matter. Yeah, that's true. He didn't care about that. No, he didn't. Not the North Stars he did, but uh, uh, he didn't care about them. The fact that they played in East Berlin didn't, uh, you know, he didn't care about They'll that. They'll never make it there. But that was... They'll be a target center. I was trying to years. remember when it was he told us we were lucky to lose the NFC title game, and I, and you said it was... You thought it, was it was 98. 98. Oh, yeah. It was 98. They had a lot so, of guys hurt. So, so I got... I haven't looked at it yet, but I got it in my email, so... Anyway, they did. John Randall got hurt and stuff like that. Ed McDaniel so. tore his knee up, I think. Hadn't he? I thought that was the year. Hadn't he already been hurt? I thought he got hurt in that game. Oh, no. Well, when did he get hurt in Arizona one time? Remember McDaniel? that? They were no. having a good year, and then he got hurt. I remember him getting hurt down there when he was. He no, I don't remember early. that. Okay, then, huh? What time is it? Are we good? Yeah. It's one, it's 1.10, Pat. It's 1.10. Okay. Guess what happened today? Here at the Hubbard Empire. What's that? The mayor is back 
in studio. Declan told me. The mayor saw him sharpening a pencil. Sharpening pencils. You know he's back. The mayor is back. And it's good because I love the fact that, like, three months into the pandemic, the mayor was saying, open it up. He was on the open it up campaign, but we never saw him. (laughs) Not for a year. No, but he's back. So good for the You know what? As far as I'm concerned, after seeing traffic back and the parking lot full here, we can close it up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get him off the road. There are certain things about the pandemic. It's nothing like we're not bad cruising down 94 at 130 in the afternoon with three cars like on the entire road was. And we're also finding out fans throwing crap at people. What the hell is going on? The guy ran on the court last night in the Sixers game. What is going on? Fans, we don't need them. We're better off without them. I mean, people have flipped, man. They are. Like what's they can, going they can, on? They they have the right to do anything they want to right now. It's uh, it's incredible. But, uh, do, were we doing this before the pandemic? And I don't don't remember it. It feels like it's worse now. I think yeah. But if somebody if you throw something on a guy walking up the tunnel, I think they're going to make a bigger deal out of it now well, than they did before. They should before George Floyd and the whole thing. I uh, think they're okay. making a bigger. I think they're making a bigger deal. And and I'm in favor of it. Yeah. You know you gotta. You know. You got to go and uh, act like a decent human being, you know. Hey, I, I was a kid during this time, but this reminds me, what we're going through right now reminds me of the 70s. Like, oh, some, yeah. is, is that accurate? Yeah. It yeah. feels like a lot of the unrest and, I well, don't know, the, just... The, the Vietnam, you know, the... Right, actually, come back to like, Vietnam. Yeah, the, the, the early 70s when we the campaign to get out of Vietnam was really getting strong and... Then Kent State, you know. When they, but it just feels like a lot of the same anger. Yeah, but and uh, yeah, and it and it's political. It's it's political too. I mean, it's the, the political lines are about the same too. Okay. Yeah. You know, we old white guys against uh, you know the love it or leave it crowd against the uh, you know the younger generation, which had more liberal views. Yeah. So anyway. All right. All righty. Talk to you next uh, Monday. Miguel, today's issue is Miguel, the second coming at Chris Davis. We'll be back. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.